Yo, 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 all right, guys, so today is Monday, the fucking 14th of September, damn, can't believe it's already the fucking 14th of this bitch, the 14th of September, 2020, it's like about 6 o'clock in the evening, and we're coming off fresh off of the Raiders fucking big... 34 to 30 win in at Carolina against the Carolina Panthers of Carolina. Um, I think I watched the game. I streamed it. I got a good link to stream it. Um, I you know I gotta iron that shit out. I mean, I don't know. People are saying the Sunday ticket, but I think you have to have Direct TV to do that shit. I don't know. I gotta iron that football shit out because streaming it is a pain in the ass. Um, I wish the NFL would just let me fucking buy the Raider games for like 40 or 50 bucks and only their games, no other games. I don't care for 90% of the other games that are going on. Like some do interest me. Like yesterday, it was kind of interesting to me to see how Tom Brady and the Buccaneers would do against Drew Brees and the Saints. And it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. Drew Brees and the Saints are just too much for that fucking Buccaneer team and they trounced them. Uh, the score is not indicative of what was on, but the score at one point was uh, 24 to 7, and that's and that's with the Buccaneers playing with a little bit of heart. Wait till the season drags on and they're only 4 and 5 and they get rocked by the Saints again, you know, late season. The Saints are going to fucking hang 40 or 50 points on Brady. Just for the fuck of it. And that's what Brady has to look for it all season. Uh, you know, the other interesting game was Cam Newton and the, and the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Even though it wasn't as interesting because it's the Dolphins and the Patriots. It was just kind of, I was, you know, paying attention to it a little bit. Um, the other interesting game to me was... Uh, uh, the Seattle or Seattle and uh, Falcons was kind of interesting, and also Green Bay and the Vikings were kind of interesting. Interesting, but there is like there's a bunch of the guy. I didn't even pay attention to the Cowboys and the Rams because I don't give a fuck. I'm not even watching either of these Monday night games because I don't know. I don't care who the fuck the Steelers are playing, and I don't care who the Broncos are playing, and they're not playing each other. I think. The Broncos are playing the Titans, and I think the Steelers are playing. Uh, I don't know who they're playing, to be honest with you. Um, I don't care about the Buffalo Bills and the Jets either. So there's a number of games I wouldn't care about watching. So I wish the NFL would let me buy just the Raider package, like just your team package. That would be cool if they. I mean, I know that they say the Sunday ticket you can watch it. On, but I think that's through direct... And I'm not going to get direct TV. Uh, I'm just not. I'm not going to do that whole shit just to watch... Fucking... A handful of games a year. And 16 games is not what I want to fucking pay $100 for. Anyways. The Raiders won. And like I said, it was a very good game. From start to finish. Uh, the offense looked great. Henny Ruggs... Uh, they were saying he just he's fucking fast. 
And he looks so loose, like like his fast to him is just natural. It just like like he's not even like in the in Rich Gannon was right, he's not even fucking running out there. He's just he's on a whole speed on his own. Uh Tyreek Hill in company got some you got some, you know, and uh the Chiefs, you guys are gonna have to worry about Henry Ruggs going forward. And I think Henry Ruggs is finally the receiver that the Raiders have needed. I know Amari Cooper was the big bodied receiver that we wanted. He just had trouble with his hands and just his attitude. But I think Henry Ruggs coming into Vegas, coming into this new city, is not gonna be dragged down by the facilities that were Oakland and you know the lifestyle there and just the flash and the speed is just what Vegas needs. And I think Henry Ruggs is going to embrace it. Uh, he twisted his ankle, it looks like. I don't know what happened to his leg. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, he just looks fast out there. Uh, him and DC went deep, I think, on, like, the second play of the game. It was incomplete. Uh, that ball was overthrown by about two feet, maybe. And that's something that a lot of Raider Twitter... Well, it was jumped on right away. Oh, like they fucking they threw it deep, but then he throw over through it. Like, like if DC can't throw that ball, uh, they lack the preseason. This is something that's gonna take five or six weeks to iron the fuck out. Like, just the in-game speed is different from even the practice speed, even from a preseason speed. This is this is something that this is, we're still in pre. We're basically we're in preseason. I I, I know these games count. Raiders are 1-0. This is what it goes going to go down in the books. But these, these games, these first four games are preseason games. Like, it's going to take some teams a little bit of time to adjust to the new players, adjust to their draft picks, adjust to scheme, adjust to a lot of things. Like, some teams are going to look sluggish these first three or four weeks. I think sloppy play is going to rear its head. There's definitely sloppy play all over defensive Outings all over the place, and then the good defensive teams has sloppy offensive, you know, production. So I mean, it's it's gonna take some time to iron the Kings out. But I liked what I seen from the Raiders. Uh, Jonathan Abram was all over the place. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I drafted him on my NFL fantasy. Got me. Fucking 60 points I fucking smashed On my fantasy league 327 points Of those 327 points Rodgers and Jacobs Gave me about 70 Motherfucking points I mean about half of my motherfucker Points just and then to Dogs bro Rodgers went off Four touchdowns deep Josh Jacobs went off Three touchdowns deep and it was just an all-around scoring fest for my fantasy league. But Josh Jacobs, uh, I think, yeah, I think it was a big game for him. I think Josh Jacobs feels a little bit disrespected. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is, was the number one fantasy. And I've been hearing Christian McCaffrey, Christian McCaffrey, he's the top running back. He's the running back of the league. La, 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 la. Derrick Henry and, and la, 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 and Alvin Kamara. And and um, <clears throat> the running back to the Chiefs and the running back 
you know, this place and that place. And Josh Jacobs didn't really come into the picture until like eighth, ninth, tenth on a lot of um, a lot of billboards, a lot of bulletin boards, a lot of uh, insider stats. And I think Josh Jacobs really went out there this week one. And I think he's really went out there this season just a tad bit disrespected. Like, like he was disrespected big time. And you know what? So you got you got a lot. Sometimes you, that fire just you know when people disrespect you. All you want to do is just fucking take them out, bro. And I think Josh Jacobs hung three touchdowns on the board yesterday. And we got a running back, man. We got a running back. I mean, he pretty much erased any thought of Darren McFadden, Latavius Murray, all the other people, man. Like, Josh Jacobs is our running back going forward for a while. Um, like I said, DC to Rugs, that you could tell um, when Rugs is on the field how fast he is, and that and, t- and teams <clears throat> are going to take notice of that. <clears throat> and just like Antonio Brown was supposed to be what I thought, I think at some point it's going to be a mistake to leave Rugs one on one with anybody or without the coverage shaded to re- towards him. Because uh, he was running end arounds and all kinds of different shit in the first half before they rolled his ankle. It, he's just too fast. He gets around the edge so goddamn quick. Uh, if he touches the ball, even on an end around, he's going to end up six, seven, eight yards down the field before the secondary can get to him. Like that's what ha- that's what happened on the play. He got he did, he got an end around. Uh, he took the handoff. Got around the edge, turned up field, and the guy tackled him from behind. He rolled up on his ankle a little bit. Not, you know, uh, now a, you know that kind of sucked. And, and then he came out the second half and he just didn't have the protection. But I think Gruden told him, "Look, just you know, baby that leg up. Just be out there as a decoy. If you get wide open, we'll get you the ball. But you know, save you got. We got all like a whole year. You got a whole career ahead of you. Like, just." Take it easy. We'll, we'll get the points. We'll win this. And we did. We won it. Um, but I think teams are going to take notice of Ruggs and his speed. Uh, and he's going to cause a major headache, just like Tyreek Hill does um, for the Chiefs. And just like these other speedy receivers, you know, uh, you just cannot, you know, <clears throat> you cannot just leave them one-on-one, you know. And A.B., when he was... Playing, you know, you can just you can't. Some people you just can't leave one on one. And you know what? Hunter Renfro, Jason Witten, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. Uh, I can't think of our other running back's name that catches the ball at the back. He's a good guy too. Uh, I can't think of his name off the top of my head, but you know, Justin Moreau. I mean, there's we got we got weapons on the edge like. We got stuff there. And Henry Ruggs himself. You know. I think we still have Alex Ingle as well. Like. There's. And I think with now like. That playbook that we had last year. Written up. In the beginning of last year. When AB was on board. 
uh, that got shelved. I think this year is going to come on. You're going to see a lot of it. We're going to ask a lot of Henry Ruggs, you know what, to step in and take the place of AB of what he was supposed to do. And I think John Gruden is going to teach him up enough to not only fill that void, but as the season in two or three, he's going to get just as good as AB, if not better. That's what I can see for Henry Ruggs going forward. Um, because the environment is so different. It's the, the environment, and I can't stress this enough, the environment at Las Vegas compared to Oakland is a night and day difference. A lot of people want to dog Las Vegas and say, oh, when they're, it's a lot of gambling and hookers and drugs. And have they fucking, has any of these fucking so called experts on uh, player behaviors fucking lived in Oakland? Have they fucking ever lived? In fucking Dallas? Have they ever fucking lived in fucking New York? Have they ever fucking lived in Boston? Where these fucking drugs and hookers and shit is not only just... It's not just the city, but it's fucking... You can't hide from it. You know, I mean, I don't know where these people are thinking that if you play for the Kansas City Chiefs, there's nothing for the players to do, so all they're going to do is play football. Like, that's not the case. The drugs, the women, the booze, the partying, the, all that stuff is there. It's everywhere. It's not just in Las Vegas. Like as, as if Las Vegas is the one-stop shop for fucking creatures of the night and fucking, you know, addiction. Nah, bro. That shit hits the Midwest. It hits fucking both coasts. It hits fucking big cities. It hits, every, it hits your suburbs. There's no spot in America where there's not. But I think... The, the environment in Vegas is more conducive to new players because of the facilities, the glamour, the uh, the notoriety that comes with Las Vegas. I mean, like I've stressed that before. You know what? If you had a ch- if you had a choice, if you were to go to work and your work told you, look, you can go work in Vegas, you can go work in Cleveland, or you can go work in Wisconsin. What would you pick? As a young 21-year-old thinking, damn, like, where would I, where would I go to spend five, six, seven, eight years to work? You're going to want to be in in Las Vegas. And that's just, that's 60%. And you might think, oh, maybe Cleveland, they got some stuff over there. Uh, Maybe fucking Florida, you know, Tallahassee got something for me. Maybe a friend. But when it comes down to it, you know, you're going to see the facility, the new facilities. The town is already, I think, already in love with the Raiders. And, you know, the the diehard fan base. And, you know, just everything that comes with the newness of it. The There's not a new franchise. It's just a new updated. And a chance to become a legend, like. You can a chance to win a Super Bowl and become a legend. Like I think that's high on the table for these players. So I think Henry Ruggs is with us for a long time. The the days of these players coming in and wanting to leave is over. The days of top free agents not wanting to stay with the Raiders is over as well. So well that's it. Back to the game. Um it was seesaw matchup. We had seven lead changes, which I felt I thought we were gonna win the game. 27 to 13. I was wrong. We ended up winning 34 to 30. Uh, several lead changes, which tells me the defense got some work to get to get done. 
Um, our offense looked good, kept up pace. We were down, we were up, and then we went down, came back. Derek Carr with another orchestrated fourth quarter comeback victory, which you know what? A lot of people don't like that, but I like it, man. I mean, you gotta have some balls of steel to fucking be down in a game and come back and win it. Um, so you gotta just have some fucking nuts of steel. And I, even though that was game one, but you I mean you want those nuts of steel when it's the fucking Super Bowl? Uh, that's what you want. You know, a lot of teams. You know, won't talk about it, but that's what you want out of your quarterback. You want to fucking have the ability, if needed, come back with the game winning drive to win this motherfucker. That's what you want. So, Derek Carr with his 19th now fourth quarter come from behind victory. Uh, no turnovers from DC. Not really many bad throws. The one overthrow from Ruggs, I, I kind of see is that's that's a preseason throw. He got to take. Just a hair off of it, maybe float it just a hair. I mean, it's just a small adjustment on him, a small adjustment on rugs to, you know, say, okay, well, he can throw it that far. Maybe you book it and don't let off the gas. Maybe you track the ball in the air. I mean, there's a little bit that goes into it with deep passes, but that's going to iron out. Uh, Waller looked good out there. Um, and our defense actually looked good in spurts. Like I said, we were up against McCaffrey, one of the top running backs, obviously. Teddy Bridgewater is no um, slouch. Their defense was what I thought it was going to be. But their offense is a little bit more than what I thought they were going to be, to be honest with you. I thought it was just McCaffrey, and that was it. And Teddy Bridgewater came through, uh, made some big plays. Ran a couple of first downs. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the Raiders came out with the 34-30 victory. Uh, couldn't be happier. We're off to the Saints. Uh, who had a tremendous victory against the Bucks. I mean, that was a big... I think that's a game once the decision was made to send Brady to the NFC and to their division, the NFC South. You know the Saints are like, well, we could we play these boys week one. That's what the that's what the conversation was all week. We play these boys week one. We play Brady week one. They were gonna just give him a taste. They were just gonna give him a taste of of what it is. I, I know, I know the Saints were eyeballing that game. Like that was a hot one right off the gate at home. You know. You take it on Brady. And I know Janoris Jenkins fucking with that pick six. You know, I know he was happier as shit. And he probably was jawjacking uh, Tom Brady all game long with that one. I, I know. I, you know, I just, I would be too. Um, but yeah, the Raiders play Carolina. We beat them. We play the Saints next at home. So it'd be an interesting because Saints are coming off of a high win. The Raiders are coming off of a high win. You got two one and O's. The Raiders at home in their new home. The Saints are well equipped to play in domes. The Raiders rugs could come out and ball. I mean, it's gonna be a fascinating game. It's a Monday night game. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the Raiders win. I thought our fourth quarter 
defense came through in the clutch in our fourth quarter offense. Maybe we got some traction there late game. Like I said, Jonathan Abram was all over the place. Cleden Farrell was doing some work as well, even though he's being dogged on Twitter. Uh, Mayoa coming up with the sack. Uh, I can't think of what player damn near had the pick. It went through his hands and the receiver caught it behind him. But that will turn into a pick later on. I think if we just have that, you know, those chances... You know that that's a that's a play that late in the season would kill uh, confidence in the defense, but because that happened early enough, I think that ball is caught later in the season, and that's a that's a defensive game changer right there. That puts us right at midfield, right in prime position to score again. Um, I'm excited, man. The Raiders came away with the win. It's you know it's one and zero this season. We're one and zero. You know. We got a daunting, dastardly. Our next couple of games, we got the Saints coming to town. We got the Chiefs. I think we'll go to the Chiefs. We got the Patriots. We got the Bucks. Uh, we have a fu- we have some fucking games coming up. Uh, by no stretch of the imagination. I mean, the first five games are brutal. The latter end is. Uh, you know, the latter end of it is tailored more for the Raiders, but but yeah, it's uh these first couple games are are dog games, man. They're dogs, but we'll get through it. You know, I'm here and then just enjoying this one and all this victory week as a word. This victory fucking week, man. I'm excited that we got one and all. And I kind of I had us beating Carolina regardless. I didn't think it would be that close, but you know, it's a wins a wins a win. So no matter how it gets done, you know, just win, baby. That's what it is. Um, I gotta find a place to watch the game. I don't know if I'm gonna stream it or if I'm gonna head out, wear a mask and sit outside in a fucking uh, restaurant and try to watch this shit. But I'm I'm ready to watch that that Monday night game coming up with the Raiders and the Saints. <sighs> Y'all be safe. I'll uh, get this posted up. I just wanted to touch base with you on my Raiders one and zero win versus Carolina. All right, guys, I'm out. <laughs>